What's one decision that you made when you were 17 years old that you would say changed your life? Hey, if that didn't happen at 17, pick 18 or 19. When I was 17 years old, I had graduated from high school early, and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up, except I had absolutely no idea. So my parents, who were visiting my brother, I lived in Wisconsin at the time, my brother lived in Seattle, Washington, my parents had gone to visit him. So I was basically left unattended. So I went to see an Army recruiter, and the rest is history. I ended up enlisting in the Army, and I spent almost four years experiencing life-changing events. Was it good for me? Absolutely, it was good for me. Was it what I had planned to do? Nope, not at all. At that point in time, I wasn't a planner. I was a doer, but I certainly wasn't a visionary. Now that i am got a few decades on me from 17, I approach life a little differently. One of the things that's important to me now is having a vision for my future. What does my future look like? What is God calling me to? What do my husband and I want to experience down the road? And once we establish that vision, once we talk about our dreams and our desires, then we've got to figure out, well, how do we take it from this vision in our minds and in our talk and put it into action? And that's what this week's episode is all about. Asking yourself five simple questions about your goal. What is important to you? Where do you want to be 90 days from now? Where do you want to be six months or six years from now, both individually and as a couple? Hey, the most successful people, they write their goals down. And that's not a surprise because as children of the King of Kings, there is power in the written word and your written word has power as well. And that's why we invite you to listen to today's episode to learn more about how to evaluate your goal and gain clarity on what's important to you. And of course, we invite you to the upcoming Goals Workshop on July 9th and July 16th. Okay, let's dive into today's mission. Mission number four. Whoop, whoop. Hey there, you're listening to Step Family Mission Possible, the podcast for step families with a focus on step family couples building their legacy together. We know that blending families is hard, and your hosts, me, Jen Rogers, along with my husband, Bill, are determined to make it easier. It's time to turn step family chaos into step family mission possible together. So you can stop feeling that pit in your stomach on transition day and start celebrating all the reasons why you are exactly in the right place right now. Welcome to mission number Zero, zero, four. Does that mean we're going to have 999 missions? I hope not. <laughs> but wait, if, mm. if this is a lifelong journey, maybe we need 9,999. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Let's focus on number four today. Yeah, last week we talked about goal setting, and we've been talking about that the last couple of weeks. Goal setting is something that always comes with obstacles. And if it were easy, everyone would meet their goals, but we certainly don't. So one of the things that struck me this morning as we were reading, you know, Jesus is talking, he's talking to Peter 
about the church. And he says to Peter, basically, he says, who do the people say the son of man is? And Peter's the only one who steps up and says, you're the Messiah. You're the son of God. And Jesus says, blessed are you for knowing that. And he basically, he tells them, and you're Peter. And on this rock, I'm going to build my church. But then something else happens. As it goes on, Jesus then tells them, and the Son of Man's going to suffer, and he's going to die. And Peter pulls him aside and rebukes him and says, this won't happen to you. And Jesus looks either at Peter or we've seen Spurgeon thinks through Peter and says, get behind me, Satan, because it's not in your mind what's in God's mind. And that's what matters here. And then he comes to the end of the chapter, the end of Matthew chapter 16, he has this curious statement. He says, anyone who wants to be my disciple must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Whoever would save his own life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. So what does that have to do with goals? I'm going to go back to the first part of Scripture and say that Peter knew who Jesus was, mm -hmm. that he was the Messiah, because Jesus tells us how he knew, that Peter didn't know in his own strength or in his own power, but he knew because of the power of the Holy Spirit. And we need Jesus in the center, and this goes right into one of the most favorite marriage passages, that a cord of three strands is not easily broken. And it's so easy in the physical world to lose sight of the fact that there's you and me and Jesus in our marriage and that we need his wisdom, his truth through the power of the Holy Spirit. We need discernment in setting goals to understand that our goals aren't just about what you and I want physically, but our right. goals are about God's will for our marriage and for our family. Yeah, and what's so good about that is setting goals is about purpose, right? We only set goals for purposes we want to achieve. And what is the purpose of our marriage? Paul, the apostle, tells us in the book of Ephesians that marriage is a picture of Christ's relationship with his church. If that's the case, then we're right back to Jesus talking to Peter and saying, if you're not willing to deny yourself and take up your cross, then you, not you might, not you th not thinking right, you cannot be my disciple. Now, if we took our marital goals and we put them in terms of purpose, and we talked about that a little bit last week, then there are just some things that we're going to have to buck up and do. Or give up and not do. Yeah, yeah. So goals really are... A not-so-glamorous word for goals would be sacrifice. Sacrifice. That's a good word. A good word. When we're choosing a goal, we shared a goal that we have where we have these weekly planning meetings. Mm -hmm. When we set that goal, we knew that it was important to come together to have conversations about where we're headed. That meant we had to give something up. We had to give up time on that day in order to be able to meet together. And we know that time is the most precious resource for sure. But it is really a choosing, a making a decision and a commitment to keep that decision. And there's the upshot right there. Whenever we set a goal, the reason why it's hard 
to meet a goal is because there's going to be resistance, right? Resistance. Yeah. We're going to have resistance. And that is, if there's anything that's worth doing, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy to do the things that are going to strengthen us from a position of weakness that we might find ourselves in right now. So if you were struggling from last week's mission number three, where we encouraged you to use a smarter framework, one, we invite you to come to the workshop on July 9th or July 16th to help you get a clear understanding of what God has for you in goal setting and how setting your goals can help you stay on track and focused about what is God's best for your marriage. And two, in this week's mission, we're going to invite you to identify three things that you can do in the next 48 hours that can help you move forward in that goal. So listen, if you started last week and you stuttered and you're stalling, it's okay. What's most important is to recognize that and acknowledge it and then move on from it and begin to set the goal. So if you need to go back and listen to that Smarter Framework in Mission 3, it's linked in the show notes. We encourage you to do that. It'll take you just 15 minutes to get started and move in this direction of saying, okay, when we are looking at what's important and understanding that goals require sacrifice, that we will encounter obstacles, that's where it's really important that we have discernment from the Spirit that our goals, our decisions, our commitments are aligned with God's will for our marriage and take up our cross. Yeah, and along with that, we have to ask some hard questions sometime. And one of the hard questions that I was thinking this morning is, what am I not willing to do that would get us closer to this goal? Where am I the obstacle? In other words, where am I resisting us as a couple reaching this goal. Take our financial goal, for example. Where am I throwing my time and saying, no, don't have time, not going to do it. And then it just snowballs. Where am I doing that? Because it, and maybe I don't know, maybe I'm not able to identify that, but that's where as a couple, we need to come before God. And we need to say, Lord, where are the obstacles? What are we doing? to sabotage our own success. Here are some questions. I have five things that you can ask yourself in relation to where am I stuck or why is this goal so hard? One of them, how difficult is it for you? Mm. Do you have time? Perhaps you don't have the time for this goal where you are right now. Or perhaps you're doing something brand new so you don't have the skill set. You may have the desire to do it, but you don't have a skill set. So evaluate what is the level of difficulty, low, medium, or high? And that's up to you to decide that. The second thing is, how important is this? Yeah, that's so important. Yeah. And maybe ask some questions. What makes it important to you? And is it just important to you or is it important to you and your spouse? Because if it's just important to me, I may need to lay down some of my selfishness. There you go. There you go. And the third area is to consider what skills and resources do you have? Do you have what you need? Do you have the finances to support the goal? Do you have the time to support the goal? Do you have the know-how to support the goal? 
And if you don't, that's okay. That doesn't mean that the goal is negated. What it means is identify what you do need. And then those would be the first couple of steps that you would take to get those resources so you can move forward in the goal. Sometimes we have this big, hairy, audacious goal. I know there's lots of talk about hairy, audacious goals. Here at Step Family Mission Possible, we're all about the possible and that all things Step Family are possible with God, which means we need to make it simple. We need to break it down so that we know that we're on track. Yeah, we need to agree as a couple on what we're working toward. Talk about the importance of communication, but that's really important in goal setting because the purpose is to achieve purpose. That's what we're talking about is we understand that, for example, our, our finances are a mess, we might say. So what are we going to do to pull that in? Now, that's not something that just step couples deal with. That's something all couples deal with. But we do have some unique things that we deal with. Maybe we have something that we have to do with one or more of our children, and yet they're only with us every other week. And hey, we need to be a little more intentional when they're here in order to achieve the goal. So I promised our listeners five things to consider in building out this goal. So we talked about the difficulty the importance of the goal, and what skills and resources do you have? The fourth area is what's your commitment and motivation? How committed are you to being on board in an area where your spouse may be really all in, and the only reason that you're in is because you love your spouse Mm. or because God is directing you on this path to say you need to support this goal? So how committed or motivated are you low, medium, or high? And then the fifth area is, is this new to you? Have you ever done this before? Because if you've never done it before, obviously that's going to impact the first area of difficulty. We know that you just don't go run a four-minute mile. We know if you have the capacity to run a four-minute mile that you don't do it right from the get-go. It depends on which car I have. Ah, there you go. It does take commitment and endurance. And that is a goal. A goal has a very clear area of measurement, as we talked about in the Smarter Goal Framework last week. And it is hard work. This is the thing, but it's also a challenge because as we talked about, The Lord always is challenging us to get stronger. Mm. We talked about the need for us to come together, identify the reasons why we're not achieving our goal, identify your cross, and then as we talked about what small step can we take to begin to attack that goal. Bite size piece, that's really good. I strongly encourage couples to come up with things in the next 48 hours that they can do because once you start taking a small step, that builds momentum. And with that movement, with that action comes confidence. Okay, I can do this. Okay, we are on this direction to do this thing. And I guess a note going back to the obstacles, it's really Spiritual warfare is at play here, and we talk about that from time to time on the podcast, that it's really important to be aware that when you are moving towards God and you are aligned with God's will, you will have resistance that comes in all shapes and sizes. There is spiritual warfare. It's real. Satan wants to keep you disconnected from God's best for your marriage. 
and from each other. And I, and I think that is a great point, Jen, is that if we are going to succeed in this, we have to identify obstacles. We're not just trying to do easy things for the most part. We're trying to attack the problems. We all do. We all have our issues in marriage and we say, hey, let's get honest about what they are. First of all, that's where we come before God. That's where we've honestly got to get honest with one another and honest before God. And only then can we really begin to address what are the real issues. And that is what it means to take up our cross. Sure. I do want to put a different twist on this, though, where we talk about focusing on the obstacles and we just talked about spiritual warfare. There are also things to plan for that, yes, you'll encounter obstacles, but it's not just about the things that aren't working. This is about your whole life. What is important to you? Is it important to you that you worship together on Sundays? That could be a goal where you decide that worship is going to take a new level in your relationship, or you're going to start going to the prayer meetings, or you're going to decide that you are going to participate in a ministry in your church. That goes back to what we said at the beginning, that another word for goal is sacrifice, because you have to give up something in order to add something new. And giving up something isn't necessarily negative. It has a negative connotation, but it's not always negative. It's just a matter of prioritization and saying, okay, we are going to have this focus and this vision. And this is why, again, it's so important that you come together as a couple and you talk about the future that you want to have together so that you can break it down into manageable goals. Yeah, that, that's very good because I think the way you were talking, for example, about praying together, that might be a goal. We don't pray together enough. When are we going to do it? Let's set a time. Let's set a parameter. We're going to read scripture together. We're going to pray. We did that years ago now. It's been several, but nothing's done more, in my humble opinion, for our marriage than that. That's getting back to what's the purpose for your marriage and what is that cross that's going to take me to the next level that, frankly, Jesus is calling us to go to? Yeah, consider it an adventure in mm -hmm. fulfilling your purpose. And really, I would say our overarching purpose is to know God. And how we come to know God is by spending time with him and by spending time with each other. Because as we have often said to one another, you make me better. Right. You make yeah. me stronger. Challenge me at times. You stress me out at times. At times. At times. But you love me well, and you do make me better. And that's by God's design. Yeah. And that's, that's why we're married. That's why <laughs> God has put us together. And that was why we started with that idea of remember your love affair. Because there are going to be times when you're going to lose sight of what you're working for. But the clouds do clear. That's the idea. The clouds do clear, and we've got to stay on task even when it's difficult. Even when it's difficult, there are times to say, hey, I don't feel like praying today, but I'm going to do it because I know I must. Well, and that's a great example of what your cross might be, that your feelings are not aligned with what your purpose is. And that's why your goals and writing them down are so important because the written word that you have in writing down your goals 
mimics the power of God's word and you are made in his image. And therefore, that is why writing your goals down is so important. So couples, we encourage you, if you haven't had the opportunity to listen to the first three missions, they're short and sweet. That's the idea behind season five missions, short and sweet that you can accomplish quickly. We encourage you to go back and listen to those missions. And if you're just a dive-in go-getter and you're ready to start with what you've got right now, come up with three action steps that you can take in the next 48 hours that move you towards a goal that you're working on. That's good. All right, family. God bless you. Plan well. Execute even better. God bless you. So would you like a little bit of help in planning your goals? in laying out the next, what we love to say, 90-day rocks. We would love to help you lift those rocks up on high and help you make significant progress in the clarity for your goals and where you want to go as a couple. So we've got two workshops coming up. They're the same workshop, Goals Planning Workshop, July 9th and July 16th. We invite you to go to stepfamilypodcast.com and click on the link in the upper right-hand corner for the Goals Workshop. Come on on the inside, get some help, gain some clarity. We'll have some fun in the breakout rooms, and we will definitely enjoy the time that we spend together in God's presence and with your dreams. Are you ready? All right, come on. P.S. How are these missions coming along? We've got four missions bite-sized pieces for you to move from where you are to where you want to be as a couple. Hey, if you've got questions or you just want to hear what other people are doing, join us in the Facebook group. This is where we hang out and we talk about all things Step Family. And we emphasize that all things Step Family are possible with God. Come on in. What are you waiting for? Okay, see you on the inside.